This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. At a time when protest voices around the world called for human rights and embracing of the other, how does one account for the escalation of global anti-Jewish hatred? This is the topic that will be discussed by Gloria Greenfield at Limud this weekend. Gloria is an award-winning documentary filmmaker and president of Document Productions, a non-profit organization that produces educational films that contribute to the strengthening of Jewish identity, Jewish nationhood, and the values of freedom and democracy. She joins me now in studio to tell me more. Gloria, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Gloria, you um, started off uh, your Jewish journey of identity as a feminist, as part of the feminist movement. And, uh, no, you... Well, I didn't no. start my journey to Jewish identity <laughs> in the feminist movement. Your Jewish identity came first. My Jewish identity came first, and my identity as a Zionist came first. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you were surprised. In the feminist movement, was, which was about taking a stance and talking about human rights, you, you discovered or encountered anti-Semitism. Yes. And it shocked you. Um, yeah, I, it, it, it really did shock me. I mean, I, you know, I was young. I was, uh, 18 years old when I first engaged with, uh, the feminist movement, and, and I'll just say so that people understand, I'm, I'll be 69 next month. And you're so, beautiful. So, um, so I, 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 I share my age so that one can understand, like, at what stage of the second wave of feminism did I, was I involved in. And, um, I was a, a young college student, and, um, I, 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 I got involved in, in what became radical feminism. And, um, it, it took me a while to realize that, um, the radical feminist movement, and I would say in general, the feminist movement emerged from the left. And the re- the left, um, historically has, uh, you know, anti-Semitic roots. Um, a lot of it's seeded by, um, the Soviet Union and, uh, French philosophy, et cetera. And, uh, when I founded, uh, with, uh, Pat McLoin, a radical feminist book publishing company, um, that was very, uh, committed to, um, publishing the works of, of diverse women, of, uh, uh, white women, uh, black women, uh, Hispanic women, and also, uh, Jewish women and non-Jewish women. Um, that's when it became very, very evident to me that there was a real problem, both in the hatred of Israel and in the anti, that anti-Semitism that existed before it was camouflaged by anti-Israelism, which is what we have today. Um, and I, it was shocking. It was shocking, and it was. It got to a point where, in 1983, I said uh, my goodbye to all that. I, I walked out of the movement. I, I gave a, a talk at a major rally about uh, anti-Semitism in the women's movement, and I walked out and never looked back. And you talk about the anti-Semitism that was 
politically incorrect at the time, possibly in terms of what you would see today, where you can hide behind anti-Zionism. Mm-hmm. The anti-Zionism, anti-Semitism link, do you think that is evolving as well? Oh, it, I mean, it is. As a matter of fact, in 2011, um, I, uh, I produced and directed um, a, a feature documentary film by, called Unmasked Judeophobia, which examined the resurgence of lethal Jew hatred in regions around the world and its connections to the calls to destroy the Jewish state. And it was in that film, I think it was the first film to really make the connection between um, classic hatred of Jews and um, and and the hatred of is of the Jewish state, where where Israel it was clear that Israel was was the Jew among the nations, and the hatred that exists that was the really boiling over towards Jews as a people was uh, was targeting the the. the the Jewish state. And yeah. as we lurch towards 2020, is that still changing? Oh, it's, it's intensifying. It's as a matter of fact, and, and look, I'm American, so I, let me speak about what's happening in the United States. I can, I can, you know, I can also talk about other regions of the world, but when we're talking about what's happening today, what's frightening is that the United, that, that the United States in many segments in the United States, Jew hatred has become normalized. Um, what does that mean? What it means is that that the 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 protection that that or so-called protection that used to exist because of the Holocaust, where it made it politically incorrect to be able to express anti-Semitism. Today it can be expressed without any uh, backlash. And we're finding it in all quarters across American society. I mean, is it tied up to recent events in America where maybe the white right is on the rise? Uh, no, no, no. Here, what we have today, I mean, look, there are many people who like to point to what they would call white supremacy or neo-Nazis and say that that's where... The, the Jew hatred is emanating from. Now, the truth is, in the United States, that's 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 a a small percentage of where this is coming from, and people are uncomfortable. Many people are uncomfortable talking about all the sources of where this is coming from. You know, it it is coming from the hard left, and 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 you do, and it is coming from the hard right. It is also coming from um, the Democratic Party. It is also coming from um, from uh, the black community. I'm not generalizing and saying that every black person is an anti-Semite, but particularly in the black intellectual world, uh, there's a lot of anti-Semitism that's coming out. And if we look in in New York particularly in Brooklyn, that's not necessarily the black intellectual world. Now, I'm not saying there's more anti-Semitism coming from the black community. What I'm saying is we're, we're facing what's, what some refer to as the perfect storm, where it's coming from every direction. And, um, and it is very dangerous when the media 
and people who identify themselves as being human rights activists refuse to acknowledge the hatred is coming from these sectors that are supposed to be um, victims themselves or uh, or, or a vanguard of of uh, human rights. Is are we going back to kind of? I understand what you're saying. You're talking about the perfect storm that it's becoming more mainstream. Um, it's not, you know, the Holocaust is sufficiently far away for you to be politically correct and anti-Semitic. Are we going back to a kind of 1933 world? Well, I, I think, and here's where here's where I will expand it from just the experience happening in the United States. Absolutely, when you see. Jew hatred being normalized in societies, um, it's it's it it becomes very scary. Now there are there are things that are happening that offer hope. Uh, there are movements that are happening both in 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 Europe and in in the United States and Canada, where there is pushback. I mean, there are organizations that are not specifically Jewish. Like in the United States, uh, Turning Point USA, um, and, and, and other organizations that, that are reaching out to young people to help them become educated about the importance of religious freedom, the importance of genuine, authentic human rights, and to speak out and not be intimidated by this Political correctness—that's really a weapon of of totalitarianism. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's telling people, look, you use this, you speak and think this particular script, and if you don't do that, we're going to use guilt and intimidation and make you a pariah. We're going to send you to the intellectual gulag, to the social gulag, and 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 you'll be destroyed. And that has happened to people. It's happened to faculty that that has stood up. It's happened to um college students, it's happened to community leaders. You know, and 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 I think it's very very important that we support these organizations that really are fighting, who, who say, you can call us whatever you want to call us. We're standing for freedom, and we're not going to be intimidated. Um, Gloria, it's so worrying because America outside of Israel obviously is the biggest Jewish community and the most vocal Jewish community. And before we go on to your documentaries and how you you personally fight this um can we look a little bit at jewish american society today and how they are dealing with this and to what extent are some of them getting caught up in the new political correctness totalitarianism is the word you used yeah look i mean again it's 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 we have to be very careful about generalizing um but there is there is growing secularization in Western society. Uh, it's happening not, not just in the Jewish work community, but also in the Christian community. And what I find, and I'm not the only one who finds this, I mean, what, what's out there is, is let's look at in the, in the Jewish world, when you have growing numbers of 
of Jews who are completely illiterate about Jewish history, about the theological basis of Judaism, um, all of a sudden the religion becomes this very warped sense of what social justice is, you know, means, you know, and that becomes the religion. If that becomes your religion, and in Christianity you would find that, say, among the Unitarians, etc., it's not exclusive to Judaism, but it's a problem that uh, for countries like the United States that really were founded on Judeo-Christian values, you know, it is a problem when you have this secularization where churches and synagogues in various areas are, are, are closing. Uh, young people are, 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 are not finding meaning. And for those who want to find meaning in a, in a, in a, in a, a synagogue may not be finding it so much. And what you see is that, um, in ref- many, not all, but many reform and conservative shuls, you'll find that social justice becomes like the, the Devar Torah, you know, and that identity, part of that packaged identity, then is to to be um, a Democrat. It's you're a Democrat and you support the Democratic Party, regardless of what the Democratic Party is doing. And so, uh, you now you start finding Jews who are defending anti-Semitic statements being made by. The, the squad. The squad refers to you know some of our new uh, Congress uh, AOC, AOC and uh, Tlaib and and uh, Ilan Omer, Omar, and and they're saying pretty disgusting things, and um, and and they get defended and 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 and, and for sec for for many of Jews who are more secular and their identity. Is, is, is with this party rather than actions and ideas, right? Um, th- th- it becomes this life struggle to defend, no matter what gets said, no matter what the positions or attitudes towards Israel is, no matter what the positions or statements are made by, by Jew haters in, in, they'll still defend the party. They won't say to the party, if you, if you allow this to happen, if you allow these people to say what they say, then, you know, we're, we're going to walk away from the party. And w- which reminds me that there, there are some great movements that's happening in the United States. There's the walk away movement who, uh, of, of young and older people together, um, many lesbians and gay, gays and, and, um, people of color who are saying, Enough of this. This is uh, this is a farce. We are walking away from that party. We, we're not even going to be able to get into your documentaries because right. we've almost run out of time. So what I'm going to say is if anybody would like to see your documentaries, you are showing them at Limud on, on the weekend, and you will be talking about them. So if anybody would like to see them or know more, they can join Limud. But my last question to you then would be um, – with the rise in anti-Semitism, however coached in political correctness or social justice it is, to what extent do you think that would spark a renewed desire to be Jewish again? You know, like your identity as a Jew has is multiple, okay? But when there is anti-Semitism and there are comments like those of Ilan uh, Omar. Omar, 
to what extent do Jews, or will Jews in America say enough is enough? Well, we're seeing, I mean, there is movement. There is movement where you, and, and that's why I brought up the walk away movement. There's also a Jewish movement of walking away. There's also, for instance, a organization called, uh, the, the, Tiku, um, the Tikva Fund, uh, which is an incredibly important, um, organization based in New York and they, they are this year, they, they are producing their third annual Jewish leadership conference that's focusing on Jews and conservatism. And that's, so we're seeing a movement and that's helpful in the same way that in Europe we see a movement of, of, uh, what, uh, Dan Pipes would refer to as civilizationalists. It's not hate movements, it's movements that say we, we, we want to sustain our Judeo-Christian values. We, you know, we're, it's not that we don't want others to come in, but this is our, these are our cultures, our, our, our national cultures, and we want to maintain that. So we have to leave it there on a somewhat positive note, but if you would like to talk to Gloria or see her documentaries or find out how she uses film to combat, um, anti-Semitism and to, to help establish, uh, well not establish, but promote Jewish identity, then please go to Limud. You can get details on the Limud website. Gloria, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me.